Yeah, I need to your test. No, I must go further, didn't we? Yeah? What was it? Perhaps I'll, I'll is if, if I remind you and you'll tell me whether that was really only where we got to for once I, I always think we've got <laughs> less far but in fact it always turns out that you've got further I imagine it's where it's chapter Zion it's only chapter Zion so chapter Zion is talking about Ezra going up right he comes up at the least he's, he's according to two shitters that's the way he came up he's coming up in the reign of a man called Achatashta which could be according to Rashi that's that's Daryovesh who is the, uh, the the son of Esther and then it's, and it said on that being, being so it will turn out that it's, from the dates we've been given it's the next year to after the base of Migdash was, was rebuilt and, uh, or started the building at least and then he comes up um, uh, sorry yeah, let me just change that he comes up the year after the basement was term, was completed, yeah, which was in the, in, in the sixth year of Atahashi. He comes up in the seventh year, and um, uh, he comes uh, and he's. We talk about how he gets permission from the from the goyim to come up. They're all very happy with him. We told he, he starts and um, and and he gave him money from the government was giving and from the seven roy penei Melech and it did actually start off with an interesting phrase, I'll remind you of that one, which was said about how he was getting help from God in this. That was Posigud. Uh, sorry, 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 no, no, I don't mean that. Where are we? Posig. Um, where did you say that? Um, uh, Posigvov. Yes. Yes. Who has a... Who Ezra Olami Bovel, who Sofer Mohe Beteris Moshe, and Shenosan Shemelke Israel, that's fine. Vayitinai Melech, and the king gave him, Kiyad Hashem Elekov Olov, Kobakoshosai. So he got whatever he was asking, and we even had an idea, which was Rashi says, and ends up, he's, he's Malachi, the, 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 the Novi Malachi, but that means that he had a Nevoah. The Kodesh Baruch Hu was telling him, Kiyad Hashem Eleikov Olov, a Kodesh Baruch Hu was telling him what it was to ask for. So this is not a, uh, you know, this, so he's, he, he's been asking for these things to Kodesh Baruch Hu tell him, or he worked out, according to the other idea, and one way or another he's getting it in this decree. And all the decree says so far is that, that, that um, everybody who wants to come up could come up, which we said that the, uh, the original commission of Kairosh maybe had, uh, 18 years or 18 plus years ago would have terminated because if they, they just said go up to build the base on Igdosh they've done that and moreover uh, this is applying it seems to apply to all Jews irrespective of where they are the previous one seems to apply only to the Jews in Bovel who from Yehuda and, and Binyomi and he then says as well give, which I mentioned the money to come from him and from the seven Roy Penei Ujimiflips King and he gave various other at articles in Posit Yotes, which would, which may have come from the base on Migdosh originally, and he said these specifically must not be used for any other purpose, whereas the money that's given up could be used for Corbonus, but if you had a, an excess, you could use it for other things. And you tell me that we didn't do any more than that? I think we did, of course. Yes. Okay. Well, Posikov say, says... So is that to say there is only turn of after the Bessonidas was yes. there's no doubt that, that you can't argue about uh, he, was, he didn't help in, he was not there no in the he wasn't there to, I mean, we, we spoke about this before that Ezra was still the, his, his Rebbe Baruch ben was still alive Baruch ben was the Talmud of, of Yirmiya we find him in chapter in, in the book of Yirmiya he's talking to Baruch ben asking him to do things and um, he was still alive and, and the Binyan Beis Amigdash is less important than the uh, and then learning Torah, when it's a mitzvah, as we said, when it's a mitzvah, Shev Shalash, we've been through that before. So in Posit Kaf, he also decreed that anything else you need should be given from the royal treasury, and then he gave an order, I'm sure he did this, that, that everything that, he gave an order to the treasurers, that's in Posit Kaf Aleph, that anything which is wanted, which should be immediately done, or Sparano, should immediately be done, um, and that was in Posit Kaf Base. He gave a limit to how much it could be, which I get, I'm sure we did. That was 200, a certain amount of 200 silver kick, kicker, which I said, uh, sorry, 100. Oh, I better slow down and speak at my normal pace, otherwise 
my attempt to quickly get through it is, is getting me into confusion. In Posit Count Base, it says he gave a, he, he, he gave a limit of a hundred um, kicker of Kesa, which I said is coincidentally or not coincidentally is the same amount that he didn't gave for the Adonim of the of the of the Mishkan, which is also kicker Orten, and you ended up with a hundred. Um, and he also gave a limit in, in relation to chitim and, um, and, and wine and oil and as much salt as they would want. And we said as either because um, it salt was easily available, so he didn't have to limit it, or maybe became he came out of the world treasury. Maybe they controlled the supply of salt. So he had lots. Of, he had the control of the salt and had plenty of it, although it was normally subject to attacks like the British Raj did I'm sure I mentioned that I must have did I mention British Raj do you remember <laughs> did I mean oh ah. well the British Raj it's salt in, in India you weren't allowed to make your salt and um, that was one of the things that Gandhi did he got a whole load of people to walk towards the sea and start making salt breaking the, the monopoly on salt manufacture for example in other words attacks sorry in Italy, yeah. the salt is taxed like cigarettes. Oh yeah, and you buy cig- uh, uh, you buy salt in a cigarette shop. Ah, right. Yeah, in a tobacco shop. But apparently, because you don't need very much salt in, in quantity, it's and therefore you like can actually tax it wrong. Anyway, there's not so many sources. One way or another. So then the um, and then then uh, or it could be a very simple answer, which I suggested that you, there's no limit to how many animals you could offer up. You could you could busy you could busy yourself when you have piles and piles and piles and piles of them but you only need salt according to the number of animals if you limit the amount of animals limit the amount of salt which he's already done and then in Posit Kaf Gimel he said Kol di min tam whatever is decreed by God up in heaven should be uh, should be done and he said adrazdo which either means immediately another word for Ospano, immediately or we had another idea that it was done by a seal and a signet that is to make sure that the the, uh, the local treasurers didn't say um, when there was a, uh, trying to show their stocks and, uh, and explain what had happened to all the money that they'd collected in oh the Jews asked for it yeah. so they wanted the, uh, the demands from the Jews had to be accompanied by an invoice which would contain this adazgo, this um, seal from the base amigdor saying, we want please so much money for this and so much animals for this and whatever, so that the, uh, the records of the treasurers could be, uh, could be um, uh, checked. You, Mr. Thomas, you appreciate what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, a good, good um, accounting procedures. Why should there be an anger from the Jewish God against the king and his children? And therefore this will make the king, the God up in heaven happy that we're spending money on his temple and spending and giving all his sacrifices, which was the reason he gave before. Now it could be, as I suggest, I'm sure I did last time, if we assume this, that the king who is a youngish man, a young, maybe a boy, under the control of Esther and Mordechai, according to my calculations of the timing, um, if we, again, if we assume that Ezra came up immediately after the building of the base of as opposed to an, a, a much later time, which was the other student, maybe this is just an excuse which you put in the document to explain to all the Goyim why they're some, using so much money for the blooming Jews. And if they're using so much money for the Jews, why can't you use money for everybody else as well? So he gives a good reason. Oh, yes, we've got to be careful with that Jewish God. Mm-hmm. We've, got to sac- we've got to make happy the Jewish God. He's, he's giving a justification, which maybe he didn't, um, maybe was not really you know, the, the real motivation, just the pretend motivation. Anyway, there we are. That, that's where I think we were positive. Does it all ring a bell? It wasn't there? And maybe that's where I lost it in the because I thought it's, it was blank. Did it run out? Yeah. Anyway, Ulachim Maidim. Anyway, that's that's roughly what's happened. There's nothing. And he's now making a further decree. And the word Ulachim could mean therefore. So he's saying, because we don't want to have God up in this God of heaven getting belided, 
With therefore, I'm going to make a further decree that any ones of the Kayanim and the Levim, whether they are playing instruments or whether they are looking, or whether they are um, opening the doors, and the Nasinim who are working, and Upolkinus, all of these, Mindor, Beloi, Vahalach, Lishalit, the Miramirem, are potter from taxes. We've had these, these three before, without knowing quite what necessarily they are, it just seems with general view that Beloi, the middle one, is a poll tax, so everybody had to pay that one. The Mindor was either a, the most posh of Pshad, is it's either going to be a tax on your uh, your income in the form of how much wheat you've got and how much um, uh, animals you've got uh, produced every year. It could, however, be an, uh, sort of like a rates tax, that is how much land you've got, the value is a, a sort of a wealth tax. And Haloch, the simplest idea, I thought was, you know, it's, it's like you go over, cross over bridges and you cross over, you know, you have to pay taxation of yeah. the, the tolls. One way or another, these are the government taxes we find before it is Mindor, Veloiva, Haloch. Uh, it could also be soldiers, if they're going through, have to be, to be uh, supported. One way or another, these were the, the royal taxes we had in Bedford before. So he's saying those people who are working in the temple should be potter from taxation because they are doing um, the gun. That's the, that would fit the word lechaim, meaning therefore. And if not, it's lechaim, an alternative charge is just simply saying, um, from now on, I'm, I'm informing to you, I'm informing, and you being either the the Jews or the, the, the treasurers which we just referred to the treasurers and said what well, also don't try to tax these people who are doing his work I've mentioned before my idea that the Levian were divided up not into two groups that is only the, uh, the those who the music the musicians ones which is the Zamoraya and those who deal with the gates and by the way we don't mean just gates we mean the jobs which you did at the gates which was involving not only opening and closing the gates, but also um, getting in um, getting payment by people to to, to give them the, the the things they need for corbonus and there's other jobs. I, I suggested that there was a whole load of Levium who were not in one group or another. We've had a, a reference to that before. Again, because if if we're only talking about <coughs> Levium who are um, Zamorai and Toraya, why do you have to refer to the the Levoye as well. It does seem as if they're three different groups. So it's all the Levian who were busy in general, it's sort of the general hoi polloi of the Levian, and then these two specific groups. Maybe not, maybe it's just saying Levoyim, the Levian who are either the Zamore or the Toroi. So that's the first decree he's making in relation to money. And now he gives another. Now, so far, I think I could understand all of it. It makes sense, you know. For some reason or another, he's particularly—they're worried about the Jewish God. We saw Nebuchadnezzar was worried about the Jewish God. We find other ones worried about the Jewish God. Then it can make sense that you're making—you're letting them off. Maybe they were letting off other nations as well. We don't know about it. The, the Cyrus uh, Cylinder in the British Museum talks about other nations being allowed to go back. So okay, but what comes now next is—you might almost say. I think it's going a bit a bit further than that, particularly if you take a wide view of it. Let's see what it says. The Aunt Ezra, and now you Ezra, so with the knowledge or the wisdom of God, which is which you have, many shaftim vidayonim. Now I'm taking now the more general view which everyone seems to assume apart from Rashi. Many means you shall appoint Shaftim the Dayona. What's the difference between the Shaftim and the Dayon? We, we know what a Shafet is, a Shafet is a judge. I'm not quite sure what the Dayon is as opposed to the Shafet. I was, would suggest that maybe the Dayon means simply, you don't find the word Dayon in Chumish anywhere, do we? I've never seen the word Dayon in Chumish. Dayon just means judgment, isn't it? The one who does it. I was wondering whether Dayon is the equivalent of the Shaftim, the Shatrim of the Torah. It's the people who do the judgment. Yeah, so you've got the Shaftim who, dis- who judge, and the Dayonim are the people involved in the administration of justice. So, like the bailiffs and the uh, yes. and the prison guards and the. Ma- yes. Well, no, then they, I, I think that comes up, unless you're going to mock them to two different levels. The Shaftim being the top judges, 
the high court judge and the and the Dayani being the uh, the second rate judge. It, it could be, but you, you, I don't know how you'd prove it. I'm, I'm suggesting enough something else. Shoftim being the judges and the Dayani being the other people involved in the administration of justice, as we find in the tale Shoftim Shoftim. Anyway, from now on, you are a person. Not for now, you are a person who's going to appoint these people. Who shall judge all the nations to the west of the Pras? Really? He's, he's making Ezra the person who's going to decide who should be a judge in among the Goyim in every country west of the Pras? I mean, I mean, the only thing is it's so extreme that I, I just can't believe it. I'm going to give them another shot in the mouth. Um, according to those people who know the law of your God as you appoint yeah, no. judges so not to say that the judge is going to be an English Supreme Court judge is going to be somebody who has to know yeah? the D-Law Yoda and if they don't know it you should tell them you know as you set up now our uh, schools to teach them all the Dini the Dini between Goy and Goy and um, your ox a Jewish God a Jewish ox injuring a Goyish ox is, uh, the, the theoretical it sounds a bit it's strange to me and I, I'm wondering I mean the people don't seem I could understand he allows him to put up Jewish gods um, Jewish judges who should know the halacha and to be taught if they don't in relation to the Jews that might might make sense so therefore the whole Amadi of Nahara provided they're Jewish that might make some sense Rashi however has a more limited view um, let's see the Rashi now um, it will be Possek as it was Rashi's translating Possek there shall be nobody who should be able to control them. They shall be free from the king's job. Okay. Then so what Rashi is saying is not he's appoint, he's translating the word many, not as meaning appoint, not from now on you're the man to appoint the judges he's saying more than you, he's just given a phrase of praise to Ezra you Ezra who are such a who know more than all the judges etc etc of the yeah, because of the wisdom of God inside you so that's how Rashi is learning it. It's simply a praise to him, and he's not giving him any power at all by this posseg. So you shall inform, and anyone who doesn't know in the law of, of Hashem, you should teach him, but he'll be then the Jewish people who will be taught. Well, who's saying this? Nebuchadnezzar? No, 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 no. no. Who's saying this? This is a Tachashta, or however you pronounce it, who is the uh, present king of Pras. The chap who started off Fine. He's a prime minister, but he's going to, I'm sure, apply Persian law to Persian people. I mean, he's now saying that all judges have got to be Boki and Jewish in Halacha. If they don't know about it, you should teach them. All the Goyim, they would have to know this. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Does it? So that's why I'm suggesting, I'm suggesting all of Rashi is saying, all of Kuntarashi, all it's saying is, you are a, a Kluger Vienna, you know, and you should make sure that the Jewish judges should know something about what's going on. That's how I understand it. That would make much rather more sense. Well, now, what I was going to say is that uh, my knowledge of law is not great, but uh, in South Africa, South African law is based on Roman Dutch law, mm. and in that way, this could be uh, an extrapolation of Jewish law being presented.
transmitted to the rest of the population. Well, I mean, if that's, I would suggest that I agree with you. That seems to be almost the the translation of the of this present sentence. But it does sound a bit strange. Doesn't it? I mean, well, if you've read okay. Herodotus, Sorry? you can you can see that everything that we're reading in Ezra fits mm-hmm. in so beautifully with Ataturk's, and 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 it's it's just lovely to 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 follow what what you're presenting to us with with what is written by the Goyim. Like well, they say that Ezra, that they, this no, Ataturks has changed Israel. over to Jewish law. Oh, no, yeah, what you're saying about Rashi would fit in beautifully. Yes, yeah, so he was accepted as being very, very clever. Yeah. yeah. That, that, well, that Rashi, I've got no problem with Rashi, that he sticks in saying, he's a, you're a really brilliant person uh, who knows all the... Um, all these, you know, all these judges, and therefore make sure that the, the, you you will teach everybody. Um, that's fine. I've got a problem with that one. And, and but now we get to the to the next the, the rest of this decree, which also is a bit surprising. And anybody who doesn't comply with the law of God of your God, and which is now the law of the king. Ospana, which means straight away, meaning straight away, there's two, two, two ways of putting this Ospana, and both can be right. Anyone who doesn't immediately comply with the law, or anyone doesn't comply with the law, then immediately shall happen to him. Dino la he shall be immediately punished. Yeah? So you've got to immediately comply with the law and immediately get punished if you don't. Hain lemus, both to be killed. Which I'll explain, which I'll explain in a moment. So, what are these things? Death is simple. You can understand death. What is Shushi? Now, it's normally, the Mephoshim on the, on the text here translate it in relation to things like Shushi to kill his children. Shavish is, is, is one of these words which can mean you, you shavish the root. So, it's de rooting. So it could mean you you, you delete just you um, wipe out the whole family, uprooting. Mm. Sorry? uprooting yeah, yeah. So you're right, <laughs> uprooting the whole family by killing his children as well. Very effective way. I mean, you know, you really don't want to be a, a, a traitor if you're going to have your whole family killed. Dodge, isn't it? Heinish, uh, or the idea of your your uh, removed from your roots by being banished and exiled. That's another shot. I'll give you the chazals in a moment. Well, that's simple. You get a fine. Yeah, fine. Huh? Fines. Tax. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, a punishment of financial punishment. Mm-hmm. Well, esurin can mean either stuck in prison, which takes one translation of the word um, esurin, mean osar of a base and the other idea is to be physically punished. Now. I'll, can I come back to this posit afterwards in a, when we finish just um, look, uh, can you see this uh, no right okay <coughs> now that's the end of the of the Xero. that's it remarkable Xero. now he's making a comment it's Ezra's making a comment blessed be Hashem the God of our fathers, who actually put this into the heart of the king, the forest base Hamelech of Shushalayim, to 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 agree to make nice the base Hamidrash, because he also gave money for the, the, the uh, included was the decoration of the base Hamidrash, and in order to offer the korbanos inside the base Hamidrash. For all I hit and to me. Now, this is interesting. So far, he's always been in the third person. We started off the, we started off the whole chapter, Zion, with Ezra came up. And it's all talking about Ezra said, Ezra did. Now he's changing over to me. And I think the answer is, is a twofold, why he didn't before and why he does now. Before, he didn't want to say me, 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 because it is a bit gyvedic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is a bit gaivedic to actually say in Posuk Vov, who has sefer mohir b'teiras Moshe, Hashem nosa Hashem lekei Yisrael. Yeah, I mean it's you know, he is the great man, you know, and he's talking here about how he's praised as being the cleverest person. I can see why he might put that one to write. Of course, he wrote Ezra, 
Ezra wrote Ezra, but he puts it in the third person. Rather like Shmuel would have found it convenient to write everything in the third person. Yeah? Or, or Yahushua writes everything in the third person. You don't want to say Ich. So, what? I don't think there's anything there. Come on, I'll give you one. Yeah. Right. We'll find you after. Okay. What? It's just a cut discoloration. No, oh, that? Yeah. Ah. I'm going to give you another mm-hmm. one, of course. I think if you stick, if you lick your finger, you might get out. Come on. Come on, that one. Don't disturb Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, so I can understand why he changed from the third person to the first person. Now he wants to declare, Baruch Hashem, unbelievable. Unbelievable what's happened here. He, the, the Jews have been allowed not only to go back to the country, they've been allowed to build it, and they get a whole lot of guilt, which has been given to oh, them on, on a regular basis, and given powers, he's given all the powers to run the country. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. No? I mean, it's not. Richard. I'll give you another one. I've got here. Come on, I'll give you. Is there only one of those? Oh, right. Well, that's, that's not worth my bothering with. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you better move in. Okay. Right. So I can understand why he would say that Baruch Hashem Elokei I'm the same. I mean, it's already halacha that somebody who's good things have happened to him is supposed to be makiyotayv. We're supposed to be makiyotayv in the same way that every morning we give a thanks to Kishbaru for your for the fact you go to the toilet and the fact that you can move your arms and the fact that you can that you can walk around. I mean, all these brachas in the morning are supposed to be our our recognition of good, and when something really good happens, you have to be a korban toidah. Yeah, it's, it's a fundamental idea of our of our religion that somebody thinks good has happened that he should move in. Yeah, that good things have happened that he is thanking for his Let's see what he says. For all I eat chesed, if not men of the yerutzov, ulechol sarei hamelech, hagibayim, and all the parents, the whole not only the seven yerutzim agreed, but all the princes agreed. But Ani, I'm, I still believe Mordechai must have been around for all this to happen. And I collected a large number of people to go to go up to go up with me. Um, you know, for example, there's a din even of Purim cotton, and somebody has had a salvation of his own life. As even in Shofnav, that you should make as only once a year a celebration to remember you know this is the time you know somebody's had a, um, a salvation from a, from a you know sort of a time of serious illness and he has a um, cured from it or he's had some serious operation which could have killed it so you, so you make a suda door and maybe remember it every every year you make a called a Purim a Purim Yochid so it's all part of the idea of thanking Kodesh Baruch which is a which is a fundamental to Fundamental. Do you know the uh, the Ramban says why is it that the that uh, the Kibbutz of Aim Kibbutz of Aim is in the first the first part of the first uh, luach. So you would have thought the first the luach on the, the, the first luach is only talking about you and your relationship to God. It's the second lot which is talking about the sirtzach and etc. etc. So why is Kibbutz of Aim stuck in the in the first luchas? So the Ramban says Kibbutz of Aim is a fundamental idea of a korosatayv and thanking. Kodesh Baruch a thanking awareness your parents got up in the night for, for you they fed you they looked after you and Hakoros HaToiv requires you to look after your to, to be respectful to your parents and to look after them and if you're not respectful to your parents how on earth are you respectful to the Rebbein Shalolah yeah. it, it won't work someone who's a chutzpah who's nasty to his parents is not going to be a proper evid to Hashem you haven't got Hakoros HaToiv you've got this whole idea of being in, of being in Bikurim and to show us as Rashi said show that you're not somebody who is who is not a um, who's a kofui toif? So therefore, when good things happen, you sh- as he's saying, he's not ascribing it to this. What a good guy this is, this Achatashta. Yeah, he's not saying that. He's saying Kishbar who put it into the mind of this goyim to to be to be good to us, and he's thanking a Kishbar. I just say thank the, the guy as well. I mean, 
Why not? You know, there is a shliach of the yeah. right. Now, there's something interesting about these um, judgments that the, that Ezra is allowed to to operate on. It says here that he can kill. We had Shushi gave ideas on that to fine and to imprison. Let's first of all see what Rashi says, and then we'll give you my some additional information. So Rashi learns the Osparna means you've got to do it straight away, the decree. Meaning that you shouldn't be delaying judgment. He shall be punished, he shall get the law unto him. Anyone who holds back. Going quite far, Mishpacha as well, the whole lot. Hein the Anish Nixin, Im Leenosh Mormon to find him, Ula Asrin, Oil Yasroi be suing to give him physical punishment. Adkan Michter for Yeres and Shenosa and Dayovesh. So this is the that's the end of this decree sent by Daryovish because Rashi holds Daryovish was this Atashasha. Atashasha being a word like king or emperor or whatever. And uh, the man Yisrahulayim in order that he should take this Ksav up to Yushalayim you should show this to the, to the Kayanim, so they should know they can really get the, get the money away from the Gizboim, and the Gizboim know that they've got to uh, hand it over. The man yachsiku lakaima mitzvahs, the lava Hashem, the base hamikdosh, the lishma Torah kemishpat, because you're going to have plenty of korbonos, and they're freed of taxes, so they can do the job in the base hamikdosh, and also he can enforce the Jewish law. So if you speak in shul, bash up. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing. And why not? I mean, it does say in Shukhanov, you put, there's a chiva to a point, birure aveira. And one of their jobs is to tell people off if they're talking in Shul. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Alright. So, um, yeah, so, the Yayatsov, uh, it was, I saw him, Baruch Hashem, Kach Kosabeza, the Sifai. I mean, suppose it comes on. What? Yayatsov, him. No, no, you've left, you've left, no, no, the one before, Kabzain. Baruch Hashem says Rosh, Pozak Kabzain, Kach Kosov Ezra Besifai. Now, Ezra sticks in his, his word, Kasher, Nosan Hedorah Kachbachu, and this is something that was accepted not only by the king, but also the Yayatsov, Heim Shiva Repina Melech, Heim Shiva Yatufe Min Shalmala, these are the seven we had mentioned before, the same people. These are the Repina Melech. God was helping me. And then he says, he collects the Kibatsim Yisrael and Yoim Bobel. I collected from the rest of the Jews, that is, those who hadn't gone up in the first lot. I tried to get the important people to come with me up. And it's going to refer to those in the next chapter, for chapter Now, the interesting thing is that We've got now two separate rules here. One is a rule which we had in Posse Kafdalad, which was they, a freedom of taxation. In Posse Kafhei, uh, and in Posse Kafvov we had, powers given to Ezra. Yeah. Well, okay, so you might say, as uh, I the Goy Gazokt. I saw this, I saw in one of the I think it was the art school one who said, well, of course, uh, the Goy may have said, you wipe out the entire family. That's a Goyish idea. We Jews don't do this sort of thing. He's, he's just expressing it in, in the way he would say, so it sort of sounds, or, or maybe you can threaten everybody with that, but of course, we, we don't do this. And Lomos, he says, oh, well, that means that Abba Mises Bezdin, which you do with the, um, Abba Mises Bezdin, which you do with Dayon, uh, Sanhedrin, etc. Et that, that's, um, um, so, in other words, this is just purely a decree made by a goy. So the goy is octa, you know, made of us, yeah? The interesting thing, however, is that we apply all of this to the halacha. So in this posuk which says that the those who are serving in the base Amigdosh do not have to pay taxation is applied in the Gemara in Bob Basa, elsewhere, 
that this is the source that the Tamil of Achamim are potted and taxed. So this decree of the Goy is the source of our decree to rule no taxation of Rabonim. Right, I'll come back to that in a moment. And when you start looking at Gemara's, we start talking about the power of Bezdin to punish people, which you find in Mary Cotton and various other places, you find, lo and behold, they're quoting these psukim here. For example, we all know that Bezdin has got, and sometimes even when they don't quote it, for example, we've all heard of, of Marcus Maldus. Yeah, Marcus Maldus. They common thing. Some, you don't obey the Chachonim, they'll give you a flog. Or you'll say, oh, you don't get Abba Mis, you don't get here the Boim Yakenu, the 40 stripes given by the Torah, you know, it's not Marcus Maldus. Only Marcus Maldus. And we oh, discover yeah. Marcus Maldus has no limits. And it may be, it can really give an enormous amount. One place even they said, the Rambam says, Ashiyomus. Yeah. Uh, and the school said, it can't possibly be so found again. So we said, he <laughs> didn't say that. There's no point in flogging somebody till he dies. But anyway, you can, you can uh, whatever it is, where's, where's, where's the source of, of Marcus Maldus? Where do we find that Marcus Maldus is permitted in the Torah? Find anywhere in the Torah? The Torah says that not, the. Not touched words. Or any idea like that? The, the, the Dayonim, it says that the Dayonim can put him down and bash him up, you know, Hippila the Fonov, Aboim Yakendu Layomus. Doesn't say anything about that they've got a discretionary power if they don't like somebody to bash them up. What's the source? It's not even mentioned as being here, but this is the power which it says here of, of Leosran to, to punish. And where do you get the power of Hefka Bezdin Hefka? The power to take away people's yeah. money, including to, to fine people, that's mafush in the Gemara. That it comes from this word of the enus nichsin, that they can take away the money of somebody who's disobeying the, the, the uh, Bezdin orders. Yeah, comes from here, and therefore, and similarly, this idea that you can that um, uh, was the other one. Um, the Lishushi, which means you can put somebody, we are translated as Cherem. You uproot him from the Jewish people. Not as I said before, you banish him from the country, which was the one the unfortunately translated, banish him from the country, or you, or that you kill his whole family. We translate it in the Gemara as meaning Shushi means you can put him in Cherem. You uproot him from the Jewish people, you won't done from him, done with him. Where do you get it from? Here. There's another source. I'm not saying there's not other sources. We find, source, for example, we find it, for example, in uh, there's a, you find that in Yeshua was told the power he was made a manifest to anyone who disobeys you shall be killed. We find, for example, the uh, the um, uh, that um, in the Tefillah of um, of of, of, of um, is also found as a source. But this is one of the sources which is used by the Gemaras. So therefore, my first issue is the sort of Oh, what? This guy has this brilliant ideas, or maybe. How does it, well, of course, if it came from Mordechai, that makes it a bit easier. Once again, Mordechai is helping us, yeah? Because he's, this, at least it shows it's got a, a religious source. It's not just a guy making up these ideas. But if you remember, back, that's why I keep on quoting that Polsuk Vov, which says, Hashem Nosan, Hashem Yisrael. He's doing it by divine decree, this Ezra. Ezra's persuading the guy, he said in Polsuk Vov, Kiyad Hashem, or it's a God is putting it in his mind, and that's, that would make it good sense why these things are regarded as halachic. So let's deal with them a little bit. I'm going to spend a long time on it, but uh, as to how the halacha understands this. You see, the, posit with, the problem with Posit Kaf Dalad, which says that the people working in the base on Migdosh don't have to uh, pay taxes, is it only to the people working in the base on Migdosh? Where do you get from that? The people are the people who are um, who are I mean he didn't say that did he he just said people working in the base I mean where'd you get it from so Toysus wants to say there on the Gemara well uh, these are people who have given over to society it's society that is these are people who therefore are um, helping society either by working in the base of Migdosh or by learning Torah etc and therefore they are putter going to be potter from taxation that's how Tasus learns the it becomes easier if these people are Rabonim and in fact it's suggesting in Shulchan Aruch they should be limited to people who are Rabonim 
who are actually therefore helping the kehillah as it were not the person who's just sitting there and, and just learning and learning and learning but the shach ex- expands it to the people who are just learning and learning and learning and learning yeah so uh, where does that come from there is an alternative so I will tell you an alternative spot to this that it may be uh, that that the I'll tell you what my problem is perhaps my next week I'll, I've gone into it more because I only became fully aware of the problem this morning when I was looking up this din of puttering from taxation is the end of one sif the sif starts off by saying that if the kahila themselves have a problem which is in relation to the kahila like for example they need water so you have to drink, you have to put in pipe, pipes I suppose nowadays the issue of we need a, a shawl you need various things which are commu- community needs, the infrastructure of society looking after the roads, I suppose, education, all these sort of things. So the Tamachachm is chayev for that. He has to con- comply. It's only something which involves shmira, things which is protect him against the enemies coming along and attacking the defense, the police. That he can opt out. With a completely different logic, which won't come from this Gemara, it's a uh, completely different for which is the, t- the, t- the Tzaddik is coming under the protection of a Kodesh Farfa. He doesn't need, therefore, the army to protect him. That is, Teva, he will come over, he will be protected by a Kodesh Baruch. If a Kodesh Baruch wants him to be injured, he'll be injured. If he doesn't want him to be injured, he won't be injured. There's no problem. So he doesn't need this to, 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 to pay on that, on that basis. You will not be surprised, by the way, the question, of course, is how far you take it. What sort of Tambachachon are we talking about? It certainly has to be someone who's Tewasai Unasa. Yeah? Um, uh, the, 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 as you can imagine as well it, it sometimes it has this word called mission creep I think it's a you sort of find it gets expanded a little bit because the problem is we got, haven't got anybody nowadays who's properly so do you sort of allow it to people nowadays and, you know you can imagine this, this issue. and what about the person who the Mechaba says extends to somebody who's actually doing a job but comes back and learns whenever he can, which, or he's basically learning, because otherwise it means all the ton, all the, uh, the tannoy. We find like Rabbi Yechon Asamla, and Rabbi Shu was a blacksmith, and was a shoemaker. I mean, they they wouldn't be potter from the Do we really mean that? So therefore, the Makabe is already saying it doesn't matter if they go off to do one or two. So they immediately, immediately go back to their uh, go back to their learning. And the Shach says it doesn't matter if they're people who are only uh, who are not actually helping the killer. But then in the same sif we start saying about communal things it says lochain therefore they're possible from tax and I'm then thinking well what tax are we talking about are we talking about the taxes uh, I mean which you're going to be punished by the government if you don't pay and it's not referring therefore to municipal taxation yeah or indeed nowadays taxation which is going to be, be used for the general community good so I'm a bit confused about the scope of it but I don't think it's my fault I think, yeah, but you can see the master is we've used this posak here as one of the sources to tell us that the people, just as the people, I mean, it's Befeirish, and, and Tosis is trying to be Musbirid, just like the people who are helping the Beis Amikta Shapata, because they're helping Kvali so who are doing other people who are helping the society. It might mean they're also civil servants should be free from taxation. No, no, don't think so. No. Alright, so that's that one. But then we get this next one about punishment. I'm going to suggest to you, not like the art scroll suggested, that we're talking about killing with the Abba Mises Bezdin, because there is, of course, a famous Gemara which says that uh, Shomati, and this is Borden Shokhanach, it's in the face of the face, Shomati Shabezdin Makin Vainshin Shalomin Adin. I've referred to this before. Bezdin have a power to hit. And to make and to make suffer without for no reason. And Shlomo, I didn't without reason. I meant to say without following through the system laid down by the Torah of Shnei Edim, etc., etc. Now the the case mentioned in the Gemara is this: there was a two, there was a man and a woman who had relations in public. They were married, but they it was preachers in public. There was another person who rode a horse on Shabbos neither which is a chiyuvim of course and one were killed killed and the other ones were flogged yeah. so it's a power in Bezin to kill and to flog no mipnei sha'adinkach elo mipnei sha'asho tzurich elakach 
possibility. And this, I, I'm sure I've mentioned before, that it'd be a long time ago, so I lost pontificated about this. That is a, a, a run in the Drosha Salan, where he comes up with an idea which I think most people find. If, if, if I had got myself into trouble once we've got somebody in the Wednesday Shear who listened to somebody from the code was objected to what I was saying about one day, I'd get even more trouble on this one. But it's around, it's around before you look up the Drosha Salan yourself, you'll find it says it. He says there is a fundamental failure, which of course Krishbach knew and put in, in the denim of the Torah, in terms of us being, I should immediately say, the wicked people that we are. The Torah, he says, is dealing with perfection. The trouble is we human beings are normally not perfect. So let me explain what I mean. He's, he gives his illustration like this. Let's imagine, let's imagine I really hate somebody. I decide I'm going to kill him. Do you really think I'm going to kill him with Sinead Aiden watching? All I have to do is to kill him with his only one aid. Maybe his wife. It's an impossible, no? Yeah. You could be a Ritzach and get away with it according to Dine Torah. Yeah. Because they won't be aiding. Yeah. Or I can be Michal Shabbos without Hasor. And even if somebody's got to warn me, not to see. And worse, I've got to be Makabal. I've got to say yes, because otherwise I can say, I was so caught up in it, I didn't realize what he was said. What did he say? Oh, didn't hear, didn't think. It's a complete, so, yeah, it's a you can say that. However suspicious the day on him are, you have to be Makabal, you say, up, up he came. Even though I'm going to be killed, I'm going to do it. You know, not very often do people do that. Do they? No. How often will you actually get somebody committing a... a not for nothing, you say, once in seven years, once in 70 years. I mean, because it, it wouldn't happen. Everyone wants to kill somebody else. They won't do it with Sinead Aiden. Watch out, unless they have mummish and gone into a massive temper. And in which case, he won't have Hasor. Hmm. So, so, so it won't happen. So, 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 I mean, if you, I'm assuming that's already for me. What about all the others? So all the other ones, but certainly people won't do it with a shnei around and, and they warn and all the other things. Take even a more obvious one, Xela. So I decide, really, I like, well, I don't know, <laughs> well, <laughs> your glasses. So I, but, 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 but the strength of ca- or, or power, I hap your glasses. Yeah? Or I'm a highway robber, more likely. Yeah? I, I'm taking, what was going to happen to me? What's the punishment? If I'm a gunner, I pay double. Assuming, of course, it can be proven. You'll have great difficulty in proving it, because, for example, if I were to steal one of your wallets, and then it's found in my possession, if it's found in my possession, I can say I bought it from you. Hmm. No? You sold it to me. They prove not. Yeah? Yeah? It's difficult, that one. And, and the worst is, I pay double. Okay, so you, you steal from a whole load of people, and you pay double to ones who can prove, who, who can prove that they were actually stolen from with Shnei Aiden, because you're, you're Kaifa, you're denying it. And, and as, but, but I've started off with Gazela. Gazela, all you have to do is to return it. There's no punishment to a to Gazel. There's no punishment. So it's, 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 <laughs> the world will be chaotic. Any Gazel who guzzles, if he's caught, he just pays back. I mean, it won't work. And this is assumption right the way through to the Gemayvi now and then Gemayvi says, ought to be Roshoyos Kinon? Are we dealing with Roshoyos here? Yeah. We talk, we find a positive talking about Kiyiras Shersanacho, Ravis Tach. Enemy? A yid has got an enemy? You're not allowed to say to the Torah, there's a lot of people who do have enemies. Only men are dumb, and of course, if the Torah is talking about somebody who's very terrible, he's talking about a very terrible, but he won't otherwise ascribe other thoughts to him. We assume otherwise. Yeah, that's what the run says. So therefore, says the run, the system of the Torah would only work in practice in a perfect society where too fairly one person is breaking the rules, and one person is going around doing strange things or whatever, it, then it could work. And immediately he's sorry, oy, 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 what did I do? I was Machal Shabbos? How did I do it? You know, or once he cups some shagas and he takes something from, steals something from somebody else. Once you have a, a normal society, it won't work at all, yeah? So what do you need? Says the one, you need to have a malchus. You need to have power in a king. Or some other shafet who's able to, who has a power to be done normal. Like the normal systems of the government or all the governments of the society. And that power is in Bezdin, we know when we haven't got a Merach, and you'll find it tucking in, 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 in Halof, in Shukhanov, in Simon base of Chesha Mishpah, since you don't believe me, I think you can see the faces around here, none of the reason I worry about saying, if I read it here, 